Hello, this is Veronica from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 17th of August. Several student organizations in the Northeast are set to relaunch protests against the Citizenship Amendment Act today. This comes more than 2 years after demonstrations against the controversial law were put on hold in several areas in the wake of the pandemic. Passed in 2019, the CAA seeks to grant citizenship to members of the Hindu, Buddhist, Sikh, Jain, Parsi, and Christian communities who face religious persecution in Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Bangladesh. It had led to global condemnation and large-scale protests in India, with concerns about the law being discriminatory against Muslims. In the Northeast, however, protesters said it posed a threat to their culture and demography. President of Northeast Students Union Samuel Jirwa said they have been firm in their stand that the CAA is against the interests of Assam and other states in the region. He said that the union will organize non-violent sit-in demonstrations in all state capitals of the region against CAA and other issues such as the promulgation of inner line permit regime in Assam, Meghalaya and Tripura. He said these states have borne the maximum brunt of illegal immigrations. Special DGP GP Singh has appealed to people to refrain from violent protests. Assam BJP chief Bhavesh Kalita has said that everyone has the right to protest, but it remains to be seen how people react to the fresh protests. Earlier this month, Union Home Minister Amit Shah had said that the CAA would be implemented after the vaccination program in the country is over. Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal today announced the Make India Number no. 1 mission which focuses on health, education, agriculture and employment. The announcement comes months ahead of the Gujarat state assembly elections which are slated to take place in December. The AAP has been seeking to gain a footing in the state. While addressing a gathering in Delhi, Kejriwal said that after 75 years of independence, India had gained a lot. but there was anger among people and a question about how several small nations who attained independence after the country surpassed it in performance kejriwal said that as part of the mission it was important to ensure education for every child better healthcare for citizens and jobs for the youth he said every woman in the country needs to get equal rights and security and that farmers in the country have to be paid their dues Kejriwal urged all political parties and citizens to participate in the mission which he termed apolitical. He said he will travel across the country to encourage people to join the initiative. Listeners, amid the Narendra Modi government's Tiranga drive to mark 75 years of independence, the chest thumping by nationalistic anchors has only helped blare out more decibels for television's latest noisy campaign. But as these TV channels continue to dedicate show after show to nationalistic pitches, are these telecasts actually catering to issues that matter to the nation? To know the facts, read my colleague Saeed Uzaman's report on newslaundry.com. It is titled Are Nationalistic TV Shows in National Interest? Here's what the nation may want to know. We're able to bring you such reports and analysis because we don't depend on governments, political parties or corporations for ads. News Laundry is an ad-free platform. We rely only on you to support us. So, if you're not a part of our independent news model already, head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscription plans start as low as 300 rupees only. Pay to keep news free. 
The Madras High Court today nullified the AIA-DMK's decision to end dual leadership within the party. In its last General Council meeting, the party had expelled former Deputy CM O. Paneer Selvam and named former CM Edapi K. Palani Swami, also known as EPS, as the Interim General Secretary. Paneer Selvam, who is also known as OPS, had had a tussle with Palani Swami over the party's leadership. OPS had challenged the proceedings of the last meeting, which had taken place on 11th of July. Palani Swami's faction argued that dual leadership was no longer in force because the council had not made the election of the leaders official. Justice G. Jaya Chandran ordered status quo ante as of 23rd of June. The party had abolished the posts of coordinator and joint coordinator, which were held by OPS and EPS, and created after the death of former Chief Minister Jaya Lalita. The decision was reportedly aimed to improve decision-making and address discontentment among cadres. Hours after Union Minister of Housing and Urban Affairs, Hardeep Singh Puri tweeted that Rohingya refugees will be provided basic amenities and EWS accommodation in Delhi, the Union Home Ministry clarified that the central government has not given any directions to provide such facilities. The ministry added that illegal foreigners will be kept at detention centres till they are deported. The clarification comes after reports that the housing ministry had decided to provide apartments and police protection to Rohingya Muslims. The Delhi government proposed to shift the Rohingyas to a new location, the Home Ministry said. It added that it had directed the Delhi government to ensure that the Rohingya illegal foreigners continue at the present location as MHA has already taken up the matter of their deportation with the concerned country through MEA. The ministry said that the government of Delhi has not declared the present location as a detention centre. They have been directed to do the same immediately, the clarification stated. The MEA has not issued any statement on the matter. BJP President J.P. Nadda inducted former Karnataka Chief Minister B.S. Yadurappa, Union Minister Sarbananda Sonowal and former Minister Satyanarayan Jatiya into the party's parliamentary board today. The parliamentary board supervises and regulates the activities of the legislative and parliamentary units of the party. It also guides the formation of ministries. Notably, Union Minister and former BJP President Nitin Gadkari and Madhya Pradesh Chief Minister Shivraj Singh Chauhan have been dropped from the board. A reshuffle within the board was expected as there were five vacancies over the years. The board is supposed to have 11 members. One of the vacancies in the board opened up after board member M. Venkaya Naidu became the vice president in 2017. Following the deaths of Anand Kumar in 2018 and Arun Jaitley and Sushma Swaraj in 2019, there were three more vacancies. Apart from Yadurappa and Sonowal, the board has Prime Minister Narendra Modi, Union Home Minister Amit Shah and Party President J.P. Nadda as members. South Korean President Yoon Suk-yeol said today that talks with North Korea should not be for political theatre but should contribute to establishing peace. This comes hours after North Korea test-fired two cruise missiles into the sea. While speaking at a news conference, Yoon repeated his willingness to provide phased economic aid to North Korea if it ended nuclear weapons development and began denuclearization. North Korea's launches were the first such tests reported in the country in months. They also came a day after South Korea and the US began preliminary joint drills ahead of a restart of live field training, which was halted under former leader of South Korea, Boon Jae-in. 
Yoon said that he was committed to the treaty on the non-proliferation of nuclear weapons. He said the NPT should not be abandoned. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yeah.